0: Welcome everybody to Funeral Nation, episode two fifty-seven. That's Jeff, the Funeral Commander, aka uh, Uncle Eddie. Um, Merry freaking Christmas, everybody! Depending on when you watch this, it may be before Christmas or maybe after Christmas. If it's after, hope you had a freaking great Christmas.
1: Yeah, and happy Hanukkah to our friends of uh, Jewish faith that's going on as we speak. And Christmas is coming up. And our friends across the country, God bless you, back east and the northeast, I talked to uh, some fellow workers at CNJ this morning that they were down below 30 degrees below out in the Missouri area. No, thank Holy you. God. I don't even know what that is. You know that's why I've got my that's cousin icy. Eddie on today. I had that's to take right. the trash out and, you know, the chitter's full. So what the heck? Merry Christmas, y'all.
0: That's right. Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas. Speaking of Merry
0: Christmas, we couldn't wish you a Merry Christmas on this platform without CNJ
1: Financial. Uh, they are the cookies to our Santa Claus to make this engine go. That's it. And we've really been working hard this year and look forward to next year of continuing to support uh, funeral home uh, and funeral directors for families to get money to pay for their funeral through life insurance assignments. And so if you're not using CNJ. Let's have a discussion so we can, so I could basically share the final thoughts with you and the details of how we can make you more revenue per call. All right. I'm not a real smart guy, Uh, but more revenue per call is a good thing.
0: More revenue per call is a good thing. And uh, so, Jeff, we have on the docket again today the FTC funeral rule. Um, FTC is, has, is keeping open the lines of communication for comment with the consumer, uh, for a couple more weeks. They extended that from, I think, January 3rd to January 17th. Um, what, what does that mean and why is that important?
1: Well, you know what I think is most interesting, Ryan, is what you said earlier on prior to us going, uh, record here is that I don't think consumers think twice about it. I don't think there's going to be a lot of, uh, unless there's a bunch of Karens out there that are really dead set on it. And I'm not aware, and I may be wrong. However, you do have the Funeral Consumers Alliance that does represent you know, a group of consumers. But just as a regular person out here, uh, I don't think they walk around wondering why the FTC is not putting... Uh, funeral home GPLs on websites—they can care less. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think the
0: consumer wants to be able to see pricing online, like all consumers do. I mean, let's, let's remove us individually out of death care and just put us into our normal consumer everyday life. We want to know what the price, the, what the what the cost of things is, and we like transparency. But I don't know you—you you, in your career throughout death care have spoke to. 10s of 1000s of consumers, as of I, I don't think I've ever talked to a consumer that uh, even knows that there's a funeral rule that exists. So therefore, I, I don't know what like, keeping the lines open for, for comments from the consumer like where like, I don't know how consumers are finding out that that's even a possibility. But I do think that if you pulled consumers, I'm going to say the majority of consumers probably would like to see pricing online. Again, you and I have both been very open that we think pricing being visible online is the good thing for the profession. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I did some recon uh, for a project that we're working on. And I went and I pulled GPLs off of funeral home websites that had GPLs available. And most funeral home websites have a GPL available already to be able to be downloaded. The problem with that is if I couldn't accurately go through that and try to come up with a price, knowing what I know about death care and what need, what are the things that I actually need that are on that GPL, the consumer is never going to be able to decode that to come up with any type of accurate pricing. So, though that is a good start, it doesn't it it, it is not providing full transparency to the consumer. I mean, I found one funeral home GPL that said caskets. $4,605 to $50,000. It just gave a range. What does that mean to the consumer? How are they supposed to get accurate pricing? Right, well, that? that's so,
1: a... Actually, Ryan, I agree with you. You know, getting the GPL is one thing. Understanding it is a whole different yeah. ball game. So even... And that's what I've said all along. Even if it's posted on a website, most consumers can't navigate through... Uh, what it means on the GPL for charges. Actually, the uh, regulation for the FTC is a list for caskets. You have to have a casket price list in the uh, yeah. in the room. However, the general price list, says we have them, from four thousand to fifty thousand, or whatever that number is. And so, the responsibility of the funeral home. Or, excuse me, the funeral director is to provide the casket price list that's more in detail or at least make it available. Same thing with outer burial. But you're right. I mean, if I'm, you know, that may be fun sometimes, is maybe have a guest on, give them a GPL and tell us how much a funeral is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. To guess, you know, we started doing something with connecting directors and our Instagram and TikTok content where, um, one of our content creators on our team lives in Nashville, has a roommate. He's been asking the roommate just various questions related to death care. Like, what is a burial vault? The roommate doesn't have a clue about anything in death care. And he's going, oh, well, uh, if I'm going to guess like a, a, a burial vault is, is a, like, a, like a big drawer in a funeral home that you pull out that holds dead bodies. Or maybe it's just like a great big concrete thing that goes in the ground that holds a lot of bodies like is that a vault like but but in all honesty doesn't really understand the difference between a morgue and a funeral home and so like but that's the that's the consumer if 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 his parents passed he's the one holding the bag to go plan the funeral and have the conversation and we've got a really uneducated consumer out there but we have more information readily available at our fingertips than ever We just need to make sure that the deaf care profession is involved in in providing that information so it's correct. We
1: should should lead the narrative. Every general in the country should be leading the narrative to explain what their prices are, how they're created. You know, just like the uh, basic service charge. The basic service charge is interesting and it's required uh, uh, basically to be on the general price list. However um there's two a lot of funeral homes I've seen and again I've been shot at y'all but this is the truth and you know it that you have a basic service charge for burial and basic service charge yeah for cremation, and then yeah. the basic service charge for cremation it it adds all these things in there bottom line is you're looking for your overhead but on cremation is cramming other stuff uh to it so In essence, if I were a consumer, I would say, hey, look, I want to pay the cremation basic service charge. It's less, and it includes a transfer, okay, from place of death to the funeral home most of the time, and it includes all the paperwork, includes everything, but because we did a really poor job of of approaching cremation, literally... uh, Families with burial are subsidizing cremation families. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's it's wild. It's wild. So a lot of a lot of changes that need to happen. Um, but FTC is is kept those lines of communication opportunity to comment open to the consumer. It's been a big conversation point in death care. I know ICCFA and NFDA and Cana. All the associations are doing their lobbying and, and and playing a part and having a voice in this as well. Um, so if you really wanna know the, the nitty gritty details, reach out to your associations and and, and get the, the right information.
1: Right, I think uh, when this, the dust settles on this, we'll get with Chris Farmer from NFDA to come on. And I believe he's been actively involved. And uh, our friend from Ohio, <laughs> He can Mr. make all the masters. Yeah, call the masters and make us a cocktail, and we'll talk yeah. about you know where it landed out. Because I know those two guys are intimately involved with yeah. this particular uh, piece of, I don't know if it's legislation or rules that they're working through, but the bottom line is I don't think the uh, FTC funeral is going away by any stretch of the imagination.
0: No, no, no you're you're right. So. We'll watch it. We'll see where it goes and we'll we'll get the people at the forefront on to, to fill us in and, and have a chat.
1: But uh, Commander, it's been a good year, sir. Hey man, it's been a great year, you know, and you're wearing a sweatshirt. You know, I'm in my winter gear out here in Arizona. We do have our it's chilly. Our winter going on. Yeah, we're in the forties, man. Overnight. We that's are. crazy. I mean, that's it's tough when you have cold. 8 o'clock tea time, right?
0: It is, because that tea time is getting pushed to more like 9.30. So it's a, it screws up the whole day.
1: Yeah, we don't have time for that. We need to be back in our, you know, basically 75 overnight and somewhere below 100 during the day. But for all of you yeah. funeral professionals out there and cemeterians that are serving families during this cold snap, God bless you. Stay warm. Thank you for what you're doing. It's a real service. I know in different parts of the country, they don't bury now because you can't even break the ground. I mean, it breaks teeth off of a backhoe. How freaking cold is that? No, thank you. Too cold. Too cold. Didn't live there anymore. It's too freaking cold. No, no, I can't do it. And so I guess that's where we come with our spring burials. That's right.
0: Okay. Well, Commander, Until next time, have a great effing week and Merry freaking Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. Whatever you decide that you want to do to celebrate, enjoy. You know, because I saw something today that really rung true with me. Uh, Enjoy the people around the tree, not the presents under it. And in our profession, you just don't know from year to year Who's going yeah. to be here? And so literally, this is a great time, no matter what you believe or how you believe, but when you celebrate, celebrate the lives of the people that are with you, still love you, and you have the opportunity to show them how much you love them.
0: That's it. That's good stuff. All right, Commander. Merry Christmas, sir.
1: Merry Christmas. I got to get back outside and that drain. It's bad here. The neighbors are fussing. <laughs> <laughs>